0: Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer,
1: world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world.
0: Let's start off with Susan, and she's calling from Victoria, British Columbia, to talk to you today on Line 1. Welcome to the show, Susan. You're on with Dr. Dyer.
1: Hi there. Hi, Susan. Hi. um How are you?
2: I'm, I'm good. I, I have a question about about suicide. Mm-hmm. And let me be clear that I'm not suicidal. Oh, good, because <laughs> I was like going to say, that,
1: you know, all right, go ahead. <laughs> no, I won't um, make a joke about that. That's not funny. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um. I, I, about a year and a half, ho- I had a, a long-term relationship with someone I loved very much, but he was also very abusive. and um, This is sort of a pattern that had been going on in my life over and over and over again, and um, I eventually got the strength to um, stand up for myself and very lovingly ended the relationship, and then he killed himself um, because of it that same night. And my question is that um, I'm having a little trouble reconciling the fact that it, um, it has launched me into a place where it, I'm kind of at ground zero now. Um, it feels like all of the sort of lies I told myself before and all of the, the things I said to myself before that are... are Kind of all gone, and all of this is a really good thing, but I'm having a little trouble reconciling that with um the fact that I'm in such a good place with the sort of guilt that's left over
1: yeah it's um that's such a hard one for you dear the um the thing about it I mean you just have to look at this from a much bigger picture um there's there's just there's just, when you have an awareness that uh, you know, everything that shows up into this world, uh, you know, originates, if you've read the Tao, you know, everything originates, everything in, in, that is in the world of being originates in non-being. Um, and non-being is that area that we call God or spirit or the Tao or, or divine mind. Um, and everything that sh- shows up exactly when it is supposed to, this, this is an organizing intelligence, whatever we want to call that intelligence. Call it God, what you want to. That it's, uh, it's it's what brings you know non-being into being, and it also is what decides when non when uh, when it returns to non-being. Um, and as, as as because you said these things, or because you had this uh, you know the courage to stand up and no longer take the abuse, or whatever it was, and and and, and, and you made that declaration, and the fact that he uh, then uh, took his life you might be making the assumption that it was because of what you said and how you said it or whatever that that was the cause of it. But the fact is that the, that was always, that was already taken care of as well. I mean, this person's uh, ending his life was a choice that he had ev- absolutely every right to, uh, to make at any time in his life. Uh, probably want you to forgive him. Um, and if you're filled with, gu- with guilt and stress and anxiety and, and, and hurt and pain and all of those kinds of things because of the choice that he made, uh, that means you will not have forgiven him, uh, and he was the—you know—that was the path that he signed up for, and that was the path that—that that was the way that he was going to exit, regardless of whether you said it or somebody else said it, or uh, or you know, or his uh, portfolio went bad or something else uh, would have taken place in his life. If he was at that fragile a place in his life, there's uh, there's nothing that you could have done or not have done to uh, to have prevented that. That's the. Uh, that's just in the great way of things, in the great nature of things. And when you, if you can get that, if you can disconnect yourself from your sense of responsibility about this, and uh, and allow him to, uh, you know, to have his soul move on and reconnect himself back to God, uh, which is, uh, which is, you know, which is what happens to all of us. It's that, uh, you know, and, and there's a big cultural meme that a person shouldn't take their own life, and. Uh, and we can't get behind somebody else's eyeballs and, and know what they're feeling inside and, and, and how, why they experience what they experience, and, and the choices that they make. And this person had every right in this world to, to make that choice. And maybe is at peace, perhaps for the first time. Especially if he had been, I'm assuming it's a he. I didn't, you didn't say, yeah. so, but I'm assuming it's a he. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Especially if he had been, uh, you know, behaving abusively. For was he doing drugs?
2: He was actually. I didn't realize that until kind of near the end of our relationship. But he he was. I mean, he was a very sick man mentally, um, and he knew it, and he struggled very hard yeah. with it, and and that's why it's not.
1: You should be. Even... I'm not saying what you should or shouldn't be, but his uh, he's at peace, perhaps maybe for the first time in his entire adult life, and particularly if he was on medications. The medications that people are taking today. Uh, what kind of medication was he on? Do you know?
2: He, he he didn't take, um, he self-medicated with drugs and alcohol, mostly.
1: What kind of drugs?
2: Um, he, w- he was mostly on pot um, and just drank a lot and yeah. that sort of thing. And so it was, um, mood-wise, he was just a little all over the place. <laughs> yeah,
1: Where, what was his early childhood like? What was his relationship to his mom and dad?
2: Um, he had a very controlling mother. Mm-hmm. Um, he He eventually actually left here for maybe 20 years and then, Um, he had only just recently come back.
1: So Um, when you met him, he was carrying around stuff that had been, I mean, we're doing this very, very quickly on, you know, over, over a telephone, obviously, but what I'm trying to do in the few moments that we have together, Susan, is to get you to, to make a disconnect between the choices that he made and the things that you said, what you said and how you said it, uh, as far as standing up for yourself and not being abused by a person who was mentally ill, is a very important thing for you to do, um fact that he made the choice to to end his life was uh, was something that was taken care of the moment that he was conceived. We come in when we're supposed to, and we leave when we're supposed to, and how we're supposed to. There are just no accidents in this universe. So I come
2: Because that to honestly that. was part of my question, so sometimes that's part of... because uh, I wonder if sometimes that's part of the plan, and the reason I say that is because it seems like the fact that I've been able to overcome some of the things that I struggled with forever, including my inability to be alone before and to take too much and this sort of thing, um, is a direct result of, of the fact that I, I took such a hard whack because <laughs> this last time, you know, because he did kill himself and it was so awful. And, and then I think it, it's almost like I kind of signed up for it to learn the lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah, he, was par- just he was a partner. he was a partner thinking
1: that way <laughs> he was a partner listen both of you are where he was a partner in helping you to get to a higher place for yourself you were a partner in helping him to do the same and this idea of death being some horrible terrible thing you got to let go of that he's in a he's in a very peaceful perfect beautiful place the place that he originated from where there's no controlling mothers and there's no anxiety and there's no, no you don't have to run away from anything for 20 years he's uh, okay he's, he's in peace sweetheart he's in peace and so ought you to be
0: and I'm curious to see what you have to say about this one uh, called Dr. Dyer, Lisa, on line three, because I, I think you talk about this in your in your lectures, uh, the morning and afternoon of your life. You know, when you get to a certain part of your life where you look back, usually around your 40s, and you go, hmm, did I really achieve everything I wanted to achieve? Or, you know, what, what's next? And I think uh, Lisa might be having some of those questions. Welcome to the show, Lisa. You're on with Dr. Dyer.
1: Hello. Hi, Hi, Lisa. Hi, how are you? <laughs> great. Where are you calling from? I'm calling
3: from uh, New Haven, Connecticut.
1: Oh, okay, great. Yes. I know and it I, well. Uh, I was in the Navy, so I know a bit about that city.
3: Oh wow! Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. yeah. I um. Yeah, I just love all of your work, and it's just been a real blessing to me. So, what I have, I have the movie The Shift, and I was thinking about how I've- I'm now 42. And all of the ambitions that I had in terms of insurance and some other things, I felt like I really didn't, in terms of monetarily, achieve those successes. And now I'm looking at other work in terms of my meaning, but sometimes I feel like it's a cop-out. I mean, it's never a cop-out when you're uh, following your dharma, but I have a a hard time reconciling it because of thinking, okay, well, now I'm saying I'm living a life of meaning, which I do feel that way. But then part of me is saying... Do I still need to be more ambitious because of financially? You, you, well, I'm thinking having a certain income, a certain home, a certain this, a certain that. So
1: that's I there. Let's that's stop the there for a second because it's like, where did you learn that? You know, I mean, what, 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 that that this whole idea that uh, somehow you know you came into this world, you know, you came from this invisible. Majestic, uh, infinite place of uh, where there's no things at all, and uh, you know nothing, nothing to own, nothing to do, nothing to accomplish. Uh, you just you come from nothingness. You come from oneness, and you come from nothingness, zero. And uh, and we know that we return to the place from which we originated. So we go back to that place with nothing, uh, with no accomplishments, no achievements, no money, no stuff, no anything. Um, and we know that we know that's our origination point. We know that that's our destination point. Meantime, in the middle, we think that everything ought to be different, <laughs> you know, that somehow, and, and these are really huge, Lisa, huge uh, cultural memes. These are these, are these, these uh, sort of mind viruses that we, we take on when we're, when we're little boys and little girls, and we're told, you know, that you're, you know, that's what the ego is really made up of, you know, the idea that you are what you accumulate, you are what you, what you accomplish, you are what other people think of you. I mean that becomes the, the the defining characteristics of who we are as human beings, which is what okay. we all know if we study any spiritual literature. That that's the false self, you know. Okay. That's the ego. It's not this. So we, we 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 fall into this trap of believing the, the, the all of the messages of the of of the ego. We even believe that 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 God God himself is uh, is somehow a uh, you know a, a product of this ego. God is the uh, is someone that wants us to. Uh, Contribute a lot of money to them, and if we give a certain amount of money, we can get indulgences. We can buy our way into heaven, and we have to uh, give a certain amount of our money into to promoting these ideas and so on. He said, "This is just a god of the ego, uh, and it's such a it's such a powerful thing that you get into your you're now in your early forties and you've got this uh, idea that you know I'm, I'm happy, I'm feeling content, I'm uh, you know I'm I'm out there making a difference in the world, I'm I'm feeling like I'm living on purpose." And yet, uh, I haven't accumulated enough money. I haven't done enough stuff. I don't have enough merit badges. I don't have enough and uh, you know it's like you know, the, the purpose of life is to enjoy it, it seems to me and to, to be at peace with it and, and how much you get and how much you accumulate and all the stuff that you have it's uh, it's all just uh, it's just a mind virus that you bought into when you were a little girl.:
3: Well, I guess because they say that you um, and I've heard you say before that you would track what you not what you want, but who you are. Who you so I'm are. thinking I would like, let's say, in terms of a life partner or a certain level of um, financial comfort. So I guess that was the other kind of thing Okay, what do you, what, a, let,
1: let's say you get, let's stop there. What do you, you, let's say you get your financial comfort? Um, yes. What, what, what does that entail? What
3: well, it would be my business, uh, Song of the Butterflies, a celebration of young girls when, when they get their first menstrual cycle, that that would be. Moving along throughout the community. Yeah, but I'm
1: talking. Of, you said finance. I'm talking about finance. What oh, What is oh, it going to take for you to feel satisfied in that whole area of financial comfort? What's it going to take?
3: I, I will feel comfortable just uh, having, let's say, uh, X amount of dollars in savings. So what What
1: is that? What? Give me the number.
3: Like to me, just to have right now at least. Twenty or thirty thousand dollars in savings, well, fifty thousand would be very nice, but we'll say twenty thousand dollars in savings just there,
1: okay, let's or just, whatever. Okay, so and then so okay, so okay. just in your imagination, you've got the twenty thousand dollars now. Just in your imagination, you've got it, because if you put it into your imagination, twenty thousand uh, dollars, relatively yes. re- relatively soon that will show up and manifest for you. If you just ne- if you never if you if you hang on to that and assume the feeling of that wish fulfilled and live from that perspective, that $20,000 will definitely show up, and or the means for achieving it will show up. But let's just say you've got it, okay? So now what do you have? You know, you've got your $20,000, it's in the bank. How are you going to be any more content and any more meaningful than when you didn't have the $20,000 in the bank?
3: Yeah, I guess I have had that type of savings before, but it's like it. I have to use it. I'm happy that it's, I have positive cash flow, but I want to be able to to use it like if my family needs something or we want yeah. to go somewhere. That So I don't know. I, you're, I guess I feel content, but I guess I'll feel an extra sense of security. Yeah, see the,
1: the thing of it is, here's, what, here's how your mind is working, Lisa. What it is doing, it, it, is, it is not it is not here in the moment. It's not not being on, this is who I am, this is what I have, this is the 7th of June, It's is 2010. I'm content, I'm happy, I'm thrilled. I don't need anything else in order to be happy. I, everything that I need is right here. I can mm-hmm. breathe. I can, but instead of that, your mind is filled with "If only I had just this amount." Now let's assume what happens if your mind thinks like this, and this is the way you've trained your mind. You know. Okay. okay. Now what happens is you get the twenty thousand shows up, but your mind is still tra- is the is still got an inner mantra, and the inner mantra of your mind is more. Um, I I'm not happy where I am. I have to have more. So now you got the twenty thousand. Then I swear to you, what will happen is your inner mantra will say that's that's not enough. You better make it thirty or you better make it 50. And meantime, okay. all of your present moments of your life get used up saying, uh, you know, if only I could just get a little bit more. Just to, and, okay. and, and it's like so. what you want to do is try to change that. Take the 20000 or the 30000 put it into your imagination, assume okay. the feeling of that wish fulfilled, act upon it, think from the end, begin mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to, focus, to see yourself as a person with a $30,000 cushion, in your in okay. your uh, in your bank account you've already been able to do it before you've already admitted to that yes. so and 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 just watch just if you don't see all of the ways that it will begin to show up for you except the problem will be is that you're still not living in the present moment because so how
3: do i do that like what do what, what do the only, what can i do to stop the rumination like replaying these stories yeah, what, what yeah. how do you
1: well, right. meditation and, and things like that are all great, okay. uh, great tools and techniques for doing it, but the best thing to do is to, is to be in a state of appreciation. Here it okay. is for you, Lisa. I'm going to give it to you. This is free. Okay? okay. Everything <laughs> that's ever happened to you up until this moment, everything that's ever happened to you up until this moment did not happen in the past. It happened in the present. Yes. And everything that's ever going to happen to you from now until the end of your days is not going to happen in the future. It's going to happen in the present moment. So your relationship to life, Lisa, your very relationship to life, is your relationship to the present moment, not to the future, not to what might happen, not to what you hope will happen, but to this moment right now, because that's all there is, all there ever has been, all there ever will be. And that's where God is. The only place you'll ever find God is here now. That's the only thing God knows is now. God is not going to be doing anything different a thousand years from now than God is doing right now, right here in this moment. So be okay. aligned in the present moment with that energy and just start seeing yourself in those ways. Use your imagination to place into the present moment and live from that place virtually anything you can think of, and but always stay here in that present moment. And every time you find yourself ruminating about, if only, come back to the present moment and look around at all the things you have to be grateful for. Okay. That's the secret. That's a, that's a simple little secret. But uh, does that make well,
3: sense? Yes, it makes perfect. I'm going to do that because yeah. I feel like everything is coming together, but it's still yeah. it's just like a, a yeah. alignment issue for me. And yeah. I just want to, I was like, well, what else do I need to do? I'm going to, to be to-
1: happy as soon as I... Let me see. As soon as I get my first bicycle, as soon, yeah. as, I can, as soon as I can go around the block, as soon as I graduate from uh, sc- high school, as soon as I get married, as soon as I have my first child, as soon as my children get through school, as soon as I get my divorce, as soon oh. as I you know, <laughs> It's always like... It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, all of my, 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 my happiness is coming as soon as all of these things happen, all of these things external to me. Meantime... All of those things are taking place in the present moment, and you're using the present moment of your life to fill it up with if-onlys and maybes instead of gratitude and being here now. Okay,
3: I'm going to do that.
1: All right, sweetheart. We're going to send you a copy of The Shift, the movie and the book. I know you've seen it, but we're going to send you another one. because oh, I well, want you to that, watch that'd it again. That would be
3: great because I've been probably a couple of people. I, I'm kind of a little wary to give it to them. So I'm like, oh, you can go online and get your own, so at least I can now get this <laughs> copy away.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's another one of the lessons you want to learn. Give as much away, and the more you give away, the more you'll get. But okay, more about I'll that really... next time. I love you. Take care. Right, God bless you. you. Thank I'm you. <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: What a great call. I love that. You know, Louise Hay has said that a lot too. The point of power is always in the present moment. And we're always thinking ahead, you know, I have to get this, I have to get mm. that, you know, and it, yeah. and it's never there's always something else.
1: Yeah, until you get you know. to a point where then you say, well, the only way I'm going to ever be happy is when I die. You
0: know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> then I won't yeah. have this stress anymore of yeah, worrying right. about stuff. Yeah. Just just real quick when I was I was thinking about this when you were talking to Lisa, I was watching a um, Dateline last night and there was a profile of this guy, Mark Dreyer, who had made millions of dollars in hedge funds and ended up bilking people of tons of money and he kept saying that was his big driving thing was he always wanted to be more successful and more and more and more and finally just self destructed and now he, he has zip, absolutely nothing.
1: Yeah, Thoreau, had, I've given it so many times on this show in the last five years, but his definition of success I memorized when I was in high school, he said if you advance confidently in the direction of your own dream and endeavor to live the life which you have imagined you will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Let it chase you. Meantime, just enjoy being here and do all that you can to make everybody else's present moment as happy as you would like yours to be. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House
0: author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.